Shapiro. Welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Gus. Hello. John. How are you? How are you? Are you? <laughs> Why? Why? I stepped on it. Every time. Every time. I think I did that yesterday. You did, yeah. Uh, How have you been? I've been better. I was sick. I don't know if you knew that. Did you guys get a good coffee maker? We did. We got a Costco one. Okay, perfect. That's great. As long as you get the coffee. (laughs) It actually makes coffee. Look, there's very few necessities You can actually program it. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. So we wake up to coffee. Actually, not really waking up to coffee, but later. It's actually good coffee. There you go. Yeah. I actually told Melissa, I asked Melissa, maybe this is not part of the video. I should it's tell fine. you this is not the video. Oh, no. I asked her, what do you think of the coffee maker? Do you like it? She's like, at least it makes coffee. <laughs> well, I mean, she's not wrong. Like, what? There, there are needs, right? There are necessities. At least it makes coffee. Yeah, she, yeah, that, you're right. It was, That's good. That's perfect. Speaking of marriage. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That's the worst thing. Speaking of marriage yeah. to difficult people like me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's better. <laughs> Good save. Um, if you read the, the Old Testament, yeah. uh, you look at Genesis. Yeah, yeah. And you see, early on, you see people being married to multiple people. Yeah. Uh, the, mo- the fam- most famous one is Jacob, right? Yeah. He's married to his sisters. Yeah. Uh, how should we think about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a question that we got not long ago. So um, help us. Yeah. How do we think about so, that? Um, so the question, I think the question is, like, how does God feel about that? So clearly this is in the story. Uh, it's yeah. all over the place. Uh, Abraham, he has Sarah. Then he sleeps with her handmaid. Seems to be like a culturally appropriate thing to do. Then Sarah dies. He's marrying other ladies. Yeah. Uh, then you have uh, Isaac only has Rebecca. But then Jacob has four wives, actually, yeah. both the sisters and their handmaids. And then you have uh, multiple marriages uh, all the way through the book of Judges into the book of uh, into the book of First Samuel. David El- Elkanah has two wives, yeah. and Hannah is you know the the mother of Samuel. Yeah. Uh, she can't get pregnant. Uh, David has multiple wives. Solomon is like the yeah. like the king of this. Yeah. He's like tons of wives and concubines. More wife, more problems. <laughs> Which is effectively what I'm going to say for the next five minutes. So, so how does God feel about that? Right, yeah. that's the question. Well, there's a couple of things, a couple of texts that are interesting. The first one, like we want to we want to start with how God starts. Like, what does God say is right? Uh, and in Genesis chapter two, uh, verse twenty three. Um, uh, he he gives a, I'm, I'm sorry Genesis chapter one forgive me Genesis chapter one he gives a, a, a specific um, a specific order here he says let us make man in our image verse twenty six according to our likeness let them rule and he gives them dominion he says God created man in his own image verse twenty eight God blessed them and God said be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue mm. it uh, so you have this statement about the fruitfulness and multiplication of man and woman mm. right. And then in chapter uh, 2, you have the language where he talks about a helper who's suitable for him. Chapter 2, verse 18, the Lord said, yeah. It's not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. So you have, so you have someone who's going to now pair with Adam. Uh, who is that? Well, it's Eve, verse 21. So the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh of that place. Fashion the woman, verse 23, the man said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. She was taken out of man. For this reason... A man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So you have the language of marriage being contained there, and that language is actually repeated by Christ in Matthew 19 and by Paul in Ephesians chapter 5, where that language is used for one man and one woman in a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. alone. 
So what's going on in the Old Testament and all these rules? Well, there's a, and all these people who do these terrible things. Well, there's a couple of places where the, the text of Scripture informs us. One is in Exodus 21. In Exodus 21, uh, you, you have a stipulation given for a man who has more than one wife, mm. uh, uh, potentially more than one wife. Verse 10 of chapter 21, it says, If he takes to himself another woman, he may not <coughs> reduce her food, her clothing, or her conjugal rights. If he will not do these three things for her, then she shall go out for nothing without payment of any money. So you have this language of like, uh, you you have to take care of your wife, and, and that's crucial, even if it's a second wife. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 17, we have the law of the kings. That law of the kings gives specific information about what a king should not do. Mm. And in Deuteronomy 17, 17, it says, He shall not multiply wives for himself, mm. or else he'll, his heart will turn away, nor shall he greatly increase silver and gold for mm. himself. So not multiple wives, not like massive wealth, uh, yeah. which are both temptations, obviously, for kings uh, to do. And so God is giving some rules that are like, hey, you're going to care for the ladies. Don't take more than one wife. And all of that is rooted in the principle of marriage in Genesis chapter 1 and 2, mm. which is then repeated by Christ and by Paul in the New Testament. So God's intention, God's revealed will for marriage is one man, one woman, monogamous relationship. But what about all these multiple wives? Well, I think the answer isn't, it's not simple, but I think the answer effectively is people are sinners. Yeah. And so uh, people sin, and one of the ways that they sin was by taking more than one wife. This was super common practice in the ancient Near East. If you look in secular sources, every culture in the ancient Near East had more than one wife. Uh, men had more than one wife, yeah. especially kings. It was very common for them to marry, and they were yeah. even marrying not just for like, uh, not not just for spousal union, but for like uh, political reasons. Yeah. You marry with the, you take a daughter from each of the neighboring kings, and they all become come into your family, and that's they're your wives. Well, then the king's not going to attack you because his daughter's there, right? Yeah. So. There's that. Uh, there's political reasons. All those things take place. So, all of those things that were happening in those eras were were sinful. They were against the revealed plan of God for marriage. So, why does God allow that? That's the question. And why do we not get statements later that say, "Hey, that's unrighteous. You need to stop it." Well, it's interesting. Every single time more than one wife is mentioned, it always causes conflict. Yeah. So you get conflict with Abraham, Hagar, Sarah. You get conflict with Jacob. And his wives. There's conflict all the time there. Samuel uh, is born from conflict between Elkanah and Hannah and his other wife, yeah, Penina, who, yeah. Penina, who are at war with each other because uh, Hannah yeah. is not getting pregnant. She's yeah. angry yeah. Uh, and discontent. David's entire, uh, the downfall of David's kingdom, really with Absalom, is yeah. because he had more than one wife. Yeah. Uh, so what, what you're actually seeing is, <clears throat> does God condemn it? Well, he lays out the his revealed will. And he gives specific instructions about what ought to be. Yeah. Where that, those rules are not followed, there is, there is suffering. Yeah. Uh, and so what, what God is saying is, look, keep my rules, you'll be happy. Don't keep my rules. Here's some examples of people who didn't keep my rules, and it caused tons of po yeah. problems and conflict. So was God, does God uh, like turn a blind eye to that? Or in the Old Covenant, was there a different rule for multiple marriages? No. All of that is unrighteous. Any type of polygamy is unrighteous. And the sin that they were committing caused pain in their lives. Now, these are godly people who still committed sin. Uh, we should be willing to admit that we are also people who love God, but who still commit sins. Yeah, and those yeah. sins bring sorrow into our lives. We don't necessarily sin in this way because we live in a culture where it's not just not common. But we sin in other ways with yeah. worldliness and other things where the ancient cultures would be aghast at some of the things that we yeah. do. Uh, and yet they're, they, they would say, well, you know, we, we, we judge them. They would judge us in a similar way. So we, we want to understand that all human beings are sinners and that, that the sins that these men were committing, even though they're not specifically punished by God, 
we're punished because God's rules are being violated, yeah. and where the rules are violated, there's pain. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very helpful. I actually was thinking when you were talking about Lamech uh, yeah, early yeah, on, exactly, right? exactly. Uh, the, one of the first examples um, where there's no judgment based on uh, on made on what he's doing. Yeah, he's a wicked man. Yeah, Genesis four. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, that. he's a wicked man, and he is like. Um, you know, he's got all the, you know, he's got this, uh, these wives, he kills someone. I mean, yeah, yeah. this guy is a, but there's no judgment based on like, oh, well, he has to what? I mean, that was kind of how he acted. Yeah, yeah he, he was just a. Saw something, took it. Yeah, he was know? an evil man. Yeah, it's actually interesting. <coughs> uh, God gives the stipulation on marriage in Genesis 2 and 3. And by the end of Genesis chapter 4, with Lamech in verse 23, it says, Lamech said to his wives, yeah. Ada and Zillah, listen to my voice, you wives of Lamech, give heed to my speech. I've killed a man for wounding me and a boy for striking me. So you have him, he's a, he's a total, like, jerk yeah uh, like wildly evil in various yeah. ways super vengeful yeah. and one of the things uh, that that moses records for us is the fact that he had more than one wife yeah exactly uh, which should indicate oh this is actually an issue yeah. that's actually another issue in this yeah. man who was who was wildly unrighteous yeah. in every possible yeah. way yeah yeah super helpful yeah well good well i hope that's helpful yeah. for you i know that's one of those questions that comes up sometimes and uh people are sinners and so those sins are being committed in history and we see that and god is not pleased by it because it violates his revealed will and yet uh, we trust that his uh his righteousness covered the sins of these people in the past so hope that's helpful for you if you have uh, questions uh on this or any other topic you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org thanks so much thank you